0: OK, um, uh, that great shepherd, um, when I saw this team, I was excited in my spirit. Uh, I knew the Lord will be blessing the body, thereby blessing this company. Uh, the Lord will be addressing our lack, you know, somehow um, in the different ministrations, thank God for how our dear mom, how she, the note on which she started. I can tell you, God used her to minister to something we were lacking. Uh, God wants to bring us to that place where the Lord is our shepherd. Amen. Um, I really thank God that um, his servant, uh, Pastor Jeff, was able to pick that. And I thank God for how far, you know, we have gone. Um, Let's see that. Hebrews, please. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. That great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work, to do his will, to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, I thank God for the note on which dear uh, senior pastor landed uh, some thoughts. He was able to uh, bring beauty, uh, dress the wells, uh, you know, uh, that, uh, that daddy has been uh, uh, breaking. Um, uh, my eyes particularly was drawn to the reference to uh, make you perfect in every good work to do your will. God's servant, our uh, dear pastor, you know, uh, uh, made reference to... From the book of Romans chapter 1, you know, the gospel, What uh, the two produce of the gospel, uh, the gospel of Christ and the gospel of God, which are meant to be instrumental to raising two persons, you know, uh, the person of the Christ and the person of the son of the living God, the son of God. Uh, That tells you that what the Spirit is saying to the church right now is that they want to raise beloved sons. You know, a time, it the time has come when the least amongst us, the time has come when the least amongst us should have the formation of Christ. Should have should be able to naturally live by the revelation of Christ. Amen. Um, one of the books that are there, that has always opened up to is the book of Hebrews. Uh, and little wonder we are, you know. Uh, you know, visiting this uh, timely verse. Uh, and I remember one of the verses, uh, let's, let's see Hebrews chapter 3, please. One of the verses I remember he has also touched on on different occasions. I may not be able to recla- recall clearly what he said, I think verse 8 or so, where he says, if you hear his voice. Let's see, for, I think verse 7 or so. Okay, whereof, well, as the Holy Ghost said, today, if you if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. As in the provocation, there's a clause there. The clause is, if as many as have considered Christ, as many as you know had that walk, the conversation of the of the new man, uh, they they would have ascended to a place in heaven where they can hear the Son. The the essence of the voice of faith, which is to raise a walk in us. It's a raising. Uh, the pastor called it, you know, resurrection from the dead, from Colossians, he was sharing. He says, if ye be risen with Christ, set your affection. It's a clause. In the same way Vane is also saying here, if you hear his voice, meaning at a season the Lord, the Lord knows a believer cannot take that voice. Why? Such a one has not ascended, you know, through the trumpet of faith, through the speakings, through through the uh breaking down, the skillful breaking down of the false prophecy. But by God's grace, God has been able to raise you know communities of believers, you know, uh, under the oversight of our uh, dear you know, parents who have been able to ascend out of the earth. And I like the way God someone wants to put it. "Say to ascend out of the earth, it's actually to ascend out of the new earth. New birth makes us a citizen of the new earth. That's why if somebody dies and gets uh, gets born again and passes away, you know, prematurely. Somehow, you know, at resurrection and you know, in the world to come, he will find he will lack the works to have risen above the new earth, but he will be a citizen of the new earth. In fact, it, it, it will it, it, because some Old Testament saints, you know, who will be kings of the new earth, would have had more works in their soul. You know, such persons may have more stature than such a believer, because what God rewards, what what God rates and ranks, is the soul. So I remember that that he also said somewhere some time ago, he says, by the faith of the Son of God, we are sent out of the new earth. So for us, so if this conference is doing, you know, trying to do justice to that team, the great shepherd, that means there's an audience who have arisen in the Spirit, who have kept faith with the pasture of faith, who has been able to, who have been here in the Son, and oh, I'm now meant to hear some specifics of the Son, some secrets of the Son. Amen. Amen. And to such a person, it says they should not harden their heart. That tells you there is something the voice wants to deal with. And it will take a cooperation for that to happen. Amen. Amen. When you see Hebrews chapter 8 somewhere, he talks about how they continue not in my ways. They, they continue not in my covenant. Of course, you know there's a covenant that precedes his covenant, like we have been told. There's a covenant that precedes the everlasting covenant. There is a writing that that makes a believer come of age and have that you know um, that you know covenant of life and peace, that ability to deal with God. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. You know, to this grace wherein we stand. You know, so 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 by God's grace, you know we have had a company of who have got into a place where They they have ascended out of the earth. They can hear the sun. When the sun speaks, he speaks from heaven. Remember, um, Hebrews chapter 12 talked about that. You are come to Mount Zion. So there's a speaking that takes place in Zion in heaven. And that voice, you you know, you know, um, you 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 hear that voice whenever they are the whenever the sun is being exalted, whenever it's been lifted out of the earth, whenever the works that, you know, um, was, was, was uh, the subsequent work that made him a living son is being spoken, is being declared. Hallelujah. Amen. And for us, that is coming in the form of the declarations of the name of the Father. Yes, the declarations that is meant to calibrate in us the nature of the Father. Amen. Yes. But my concern is that, va- that verse, if ye will hear his voice. Somewhere in, um, I think First Samuel chapter fifteen, he talked about how uh, obedience is better than sacrifice, and to hacking you know, than the fat of rams. So uh, we all started there in the in the season of obedience. The, the church somewhere is still there, uh, uh, in the in the in the arena, you know, you know, in the arena where lambs are raised. A lot of times, what. What, 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 what raises a lamb are some things, you know, um, you can find that in Ephesians chapter 1, I think verse 15, you know, when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and of your love towards all the saints, you know, that is what, you know, a lamb will first be exposed to. You know, and by virtue of that, because Paul has seen that they have they have they have come into a profiting of that milk, they have exercised themselves in it. He says he cease not to make mention to God, the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may give to them, the, you know, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. You know, so that's what will now make them. That's what will now graduate them to become a sheepfold in the holy place. And is that sheepfold in the holy place, you know, that you know comes of age? Acquires the age of the new man, Christ. And by that age, they can hear the Son when He speaks. Amen. Amen. So God has been able to graduate us by God's grace from the seasons of sacrifice, you know, milk, you know, faith exploits, you know, for some, you know, to a season of obedience. The season of obedience is a season of, of faith. It's a season where where God will where God will make us wiser than a class of enemies. That limits us from coming to the season where we can where we can hear the father when he speaks. Amen. So the, the so what the ordination of God is that at a season we can hear the Lord. Why? He is still dealing with a fleshy constitution, a carnal constitution in us, a worldly constitution in us. Amen. But at some point in time, we have come out from amongst them, we have been separate, you know, we have touched not the unclean thing, we have acquired an age to hear the father. When the Father speaks, He says, said the Lord Almighty, or the Father." Exactly. He's now speaking to to, to emboss His nature. Sins have been remitted, but there's something else that, by God's grace, the last conference we had in big uh, uh, UK. Uh, thank God for our uh, dear senior pastor there. Sorry, I didn't acknowledge him, Pastor Doctor Lamikora and his wife. Thank you, sir. Thank you for where you stand in Jesus' name. Amen. So one of the one of the one of the beautiful things that came out of that conference was, you know, uh, the hurdle before a Christ company, you know, God was opening to us, you know, um, the what a Christ company is meant to overcome, you know, by the, the declarations of the name of the Father. It's called the darkness. It's a higher darkness than the darkness, you know, that we, that we use the faith in Christ to overcome. Amen. Amen. You know, so. Um, um, and one thing I saw personally in the course of that administration, I believe it's still a follow-up to that administration, was that the, the days of the darkness are numbered. Amen. Pastor Maker called it "gross darkness." In the same way, the darkness of this world, you know, through the hearing of faith and through the help we found to acquire the skill of faith, because it's one thing to hear it in it's another thing to. Experience the skill of that word, by coming into the skill of the word of faith. You know, somewhere the the darkness of this world was dismembered. Darkness lost its grip. Darkness lost its value. Darkness lost its appeal. Darkness, you know, got replaced with a light called Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're now, when, by God's grace, the Lord is now trying to uh, perfect the work he has done by raising a Christ formation, you know, by the speakings of the Father. Amen. And something came to me while I sat. I realized that um, <clears> our <throat> Lord Jesus, like I said earlier in SOS today, um, when the Lord Jesus, in, while speaking concerning the, word, the, the, the seed of the sower, which is the word of righteousness, which is what precedes the word, of everlasting righteousness that we're hearing while speaking in that verse i think verse 18 or so much chapter 13 one of the words one of the things he said there you know which i can tell you i was one of those that did not pay heed to them i was one of those at some seasons who um whose ears was not pierced because when you are when you are, when you are moving from season of sacrifice to season of obedience when you are moving from season of loving your neighbor to loving your brother you know, according to Romans, Hebrews chapter eight, you know, it's a season where they have to pierce our ears. It's a season when they have to unstop our ears. The same way Jesus will use, you know, you know, the grace and the anointing to heal a deaf ears. You know, one of the mercy that accompanies the hearing of faith is for the Lord to keep piercing our ears, opening our ears, awakening our ears morning by morning. You, when, how do you know you have your ears have been opened? When, when you can. When you can understand what is being said, because in Matthew chapter thirteen, previous the verses there, he said here, he said, in hearing they hear not, in seeing they see not. less at any time they should hear and see, and then they should perceive and understand. So, hearing the the, the cycle of hearing the word of faith is not complete until we understand it. Yes, and Jesus was saying something there. He says, eat hear that heart and ear. So we we grow. Yes, we you know, David used that word. You, you pierce my ears, you know. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to liken that to growth. We, our ears can be developed. So for me, after some some years in this path, you know, a time came when I could process the instructions in administrations, in a ministration that you know was speaking about Christ. I could I could harness the commandments because it's by that commandment, by keeping that commandment that you know, as it were you come, you you do so by an understanding you 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 you, um, you 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 profit with the life of that commandment and then sins are remitted so the cycle of hearing is a faith coming by hearing you hear the word of faith until you can hear the word of god you hear the word of faith until you understand it and bring forth fruit 30 60 100 and then you can now take on the learning of hearing the word of God. And then also bring forth, you know, you know the fruit of everlasting life. Praise, honor, glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm seeing, I'm seeing one, of the, one of the things that happens in our conferences is this. And of course, in some of our meetings, not necessarily everybody can tap into it. I'm seeing how the Lord uses this avenue to bless the audience. To impact skill. Skill of division. I can tell you, um, some may not have the privilege to man the pulpit. Some are housewives, some are, you know, some of our are, are, are their wives, for example. I see sometimes in, in the conversation of my wife, for example, I see the interpretation of this life, especially of the word of faith. I see some skill. Skill talks about judgment, right division. I can sit in conversations. And sometimes I ask that, where did you? Yeah, I know you've been hearing this message and what have you, but how come you are able to, you know, put together this judgment? How come you could judge a darkness? It takes skill to judge darkness. Hallelujah. And that's one thing the Lord wants to, that's that's one one of the genetics in the, the great shepherd. He impacts it in the season of the teaching of faith. He also impacts another edition of it in the communication of everlasting life. Because without it, you can't see through darkness. Are we in the house, please? Yes, sir. Somewhere in the book of uh, uh, Psalm chapter 18, let's see that. Psalm chapter 18, talking about David. When you talk about he led Israel by the uh, integrity of his heart and by the skillfulness of his hands. Let's see that. Psalm, uh, I think it's Psalm some, something. 18, the last, okay, thank you. Look at that. Look at that. Some, what, what, what am I saying? Something is accompanying the ministration. There's, an, there's the spirit of the word. There's the spirit of the message. Because without it, we will have struggles. We will have struggles, uh, like I said earlier today, we will have struggles interpreting what we hear in our own words. We did that in the academic world. You know, when we when we, when we have gone through a, curric, a curriculum and, you know, in the exam, we are not asked in, 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 in 200 words, define maybe a particular subject we have been taught, or in your own words, explain. So the reason why some, for example, can define the faith of the son and the conversations around the faith in their own words is because they've been able to, they've been able to acquire the skill of faith. Faith has a skill. So he says so he fed them. This is a Shephardic nature that, that they are, this conference will leave many of us dis- different. This conference will bat a Shephardic heart, a shepherd's heart in many. One thing I to also sense is that that thing called the spirit of David will be impacted. It, 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 it comes with a message. It's part of the blessing of the message. In fact, of the blessing that the conference wants to convey. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart. There was an arrangement of his heart. There was a reason why God called him a man after my heart. God saw a man who had an arrangement of heart like his. God saw a man who could delight in the, not just in the act, but in the act of laying down his heart, of, his, of laying down his life. And God said, okay, I've not even commissioned the New Testament. How come a man can come this far? According, he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them with the skillfulness of his hand. So every message, these things have been communicated because that's what to make a shepherd. I in the house, please. When no, he said skillfulness of his hand, that's what leads to the right division of the word of truth. Yes, and they, 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 this, this whole labels of God's servant, because of how how it's coming from the volume of the book and is weighty. When there is no skill, it can be frustrating. But when there's skill, it can be exciting. And it's one of the things they bless every beloved sons of God with. It's one of the things they bless every everlasting company of believers is one of the things they bless those who um our Lord Jesus called my sheep according to John chapter 10 you know you know uh, everyone's made reference to that from John chapter 10 make reference to how you know uh, the sheep that you know refers to those who are, of course you know who who um who are who are his brethren uh, those who by the declarations of the name of the son the faith of the son they take upon that nature. You know, you know, they are the sheepfold that, you know, will now, you know, you know, hear his, oh, they are the sheep, they are those he will not give his commandment to. You know, they are those little children who he will not give the new commandment to. Because if you look at that much chapter 13, where it was going was how to empower them to lay down their life. Peter went ahead to say, I will lay down my life. Jesus said, no. He said, Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Why? Because he had not yet, he he said, Little children, I give unto you a new commandment. They needed to trade that new commandment, and then they would take that nature, that nature that will be found amongst those whom Jesus later called my sheep. Yeah, so so I'm saying that, you know, one of the blessings of this conference is to impact skill. There is a disposition of heart we'll have. There's a way our ears will be awoken. There's a way our ears will be opened, pierced. We'll be, able to, we'll be able to relate with the spirit of the message. Somewhere in the book of Revelations also, chapter 1, it says, blessed is he that heareth." So meaning it's not every time we tap into a blessing of a musician. It's not every time we'll hear. Whenever we hear, something will happen. It will translate to understanding. Meaning the cycle of hearing. Should continue until we break into the understanding. When we break into the understanding, sins are emitted yes, sir. darkness in the sins of Christ or the darkness in the sins of everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You yeah, are blessed to see that read it and they that hear the words of this prophecy. Amen. Okay. Um, I was reading from first Samuel chapter 15. It said. Had the Lord as great delight in bond offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of ram. The season we are in right now, I think, as I to have said so once upon a time, you know, that the season of the most holy is the season of hearkening. You see that in Psalm 103, when he was talking about those angels, bless the Lord, you know, ye his angels, you know, that excelling strength, that hacking. So the nature of angels of the world to come, the nature of the servants of God, you know, of that, of that new heaven is what they're actually communicating. Is what, the, is what the chief, the great shepherd wants to communicate to as many as can hear his voice. And like I said earlier, those who can hear his voice at this altitude are those who are profited with the voice of faith. With the word of faith, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're in a season of hearkening. and it's always the church, the the seven churches got there, and I, I've always been concerned ever since God servant once said he doesn't think they really, really, you know, uh, completed the course of firstly overcoming and then keeping his works to the end and then completing the the reward partaking of you know uh, the reward of eternal life fully, if our Lord Jesus could speak in that prophetic manner through his uh, angel, you know, and to John, to to the servants of the churches, the angels of churches, to such churches like you know like you know a sheepfold like some by God's grace have come into, and yet somehow they did they did not end up hearkening that, that's, his, that's, that's some flag in the spirit. It happened even in the Old Testament. Like I said earlier in Hebrews chapter 8, he says, and he said, they, they continued not in my word, in my covenant. God was writing something like God is writing. Yes, there's, there's hardly a ministry you come under that you open your heart that you don't receive a writing. Yes, sir. By that writing, you find yourself not being able to do some things you were able to previously don't do because the Lord has spoken plainly, has communicated truths that will that that is meant to redefine your walk, Amen. Amen. Because they continue not in my covenant, therefore I regarded I regarded them not, said the Lord. But what I'm seeing is, I'm seeing the mercy. There was a way they 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 raised and they tailored David. There was a way they trained him. There was a way. God, you know, led him and prepared him and blessed him with a heart. Well, let's see, let's see that um, Psalm chapter 40, somewhere down there. Let's see what, let's, let's see how David was interacting with mercy. Psalm chapter 40, it says there, it says, look at, see what it says in verse 40, Verse, verse 11. Withhold not thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. How 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 was he able to define mercy as tender? It was because he had he he, he found the help to to hack him to speakings. Something a circumcision took place. Something happened to his. His, his heart because of how he inclined his ears. So I'm trusting God that God will tune our ears in the course of this meeting. I know a lot has been received. A lot has been received. But I know there's still a lot, much more. But I, I want us to have an expectation we may not necessarily have. It's not everybody that... that you Know, sit on that administration and trust God for an impartation of skill. I remember there was a time God used to say it, you know, you know, in a meeting that oh, you know, there'll be impartation of skill, but then I realized that I was not necessarily expecting that. Yet, that is part of what accompanies administration. Yes, sir. Without that, you can't really, really profit, you can't really divide those, those words. Are we in the house, please? Yes, sir. But David got there, why? Because, like those cherub. He had been blessed with that spirit, with that, with that nature that could hack him. That could hack him to words. There was a way he saw that his life depends on this word. You know, there are many approaches to what we are hearing. There are many approaches. But there's, there's this attitude of my life depends on this. By these words, I can, I am meant to live, walk, and have my being. Amen. 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 So it says to hacking is better. So the same way to obey is better than sacrifice. The same way faith is a work, is a raising, like Pastor Mika said. In the same way, the season of hacking is the season of, of completing a work that God started. Actually, the good work God started is to bring us to that place where we can hack him. It's in the season of hackening that those spirits, those hateful birds those spiritually wicked spirits that were not overcome in the season of obedience, it's in that season they are going to be overcome. It's in that season we're going to keep, I I, I don't know, that thing is strong on my heart, it's it's in that season we're going to keep the new commandment. And it's in keeping the new commandment to the end we're going to be able to, you know, come to a place where it said concerning David, you know, in Isaiah chapter fifty-five, I will make with him, you know, uh, an everlasting covenant, even the sure mercies of David. So we war by obedience, but there's a greater warfare in by as we hack him. So it's as we hack him, we are really going to yield some regions of our will, because in that Hebrews chapter three that we read earlier, he says. It says, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Meaning, there's something in your heart that you may even have, you have such a soul that he hearing the voice of the son must should have must have had a heart of flesh. But they want to upgrade that heart of flesh. The, the voice of the speakings, the saints of the father is to upgrade that heart of flesh yes, to a heart of God. Because God, if you look at Hebrews chapter chapter 10, you know, where I was talking about you know, uh, if anyone would draw back my soul will have no pleasure in him. So if God is saying my soul, that means God has a constitution of heart. God has a constitution of mind. And once the everlasting gospel is being declared, when the gospel of everlasting life, the gospel of God is being declared, they want to upgrade the state of the heart. Yes, sir. Now the judge shall live by faith. When man draw back. My soul shall have no pleasure. So, so this is so. There's a pleasure they were waiting for from Hebrew Church by, by virtue of their res, their response to the everlasting gospel, their response to the strong meat of the word, their response to the revelation of the Father. This is where we're going to lay our will. The, actually, the light of the Father eh, is, to, is, to, is to reveal to us the, um, uh, the, the fact that we have not yet yielded the most holy place of our soul. That light is to colonize the most holy place of our soul. Just like we use the light of faith to consecrate The sanctuary of our soul to the Lord. In the same way, we're going to use this light to consecrate the mist, because that's where God wants to build His throne. So the operations of the will of man is there. So it's by the so all the truth we are hearing. This truth is to do a will, is to is to sacrifice our will, is to endure another leading, because every feeding is to inspire a leading. A leading that will first bring us to what uh, Jeremiah chapter 23 called your own land, the land of Christ. But from the land of Christ, we are going to experience a feeding, you know, that will prepare us for the land of the fathers. And from the land of the fathers, we are going to ultimately, you know, partake of the reward of eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So please, I want us to be expectant. I want us to be expectant. I have fallen short of this before. I mean, of times will come. We know is going to dish out something new. But we don't necessarily wrestle in terms of, you know, you know for some things that is already accompanying the ministration. And when that happens, season in, season out, you wonder why you don't have breakthroughs of understanding. You wonder why you can't see what is being said there was there was there was a deficiency there was something we were lacking in the course of hearing there was a warfare that wasn't accomplished while a ministration was ongoing amen finally psalm 23 uh, from verse one it said the lord is my shepherd i shall not want of course for 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 him to say this he had the lord had been his light but it was, it was in a season when the Lord was his salvation. Yes. It, somewhere to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So it was in a season of salvation. And that's why he says, the Lord is my shepherd. Shepherd, I shall not want. And then he went on and on. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He was talk, the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. In their disposition, this was the Lord Almighty. This was the revelation by which he led the patriarchs, those um, Genesis saints, the fathers. So that's the father, fathering him, preparing him for a covenant. So this is what's happening in this season of our life. So Psalm 23, will have a different meaning than it previously meant. That was a, that was a good place to say amen. amen. We're going to be able to personalize Psalm 23. We're, you're going to see there, you know, different different verses, you're going to see the interpretation for want of time. I can't go into it. But if you run down Psalm 23, it was going somewhere. The last verse. Let's see the last verse. Let's see the previous verse for that. Thou prepares a table before me. There's something they'll be doing with our hearts. Our heart is that table. There's something that they are going to write that they've not previously written. There's a shepherdic nature. And heart, they are going to impact. These words, this words will not return to the Lord, none and void. This Lord, this word will prosper in that to which it has been sent. This word will see us like David. You know, remember in that Psalm 40, he talked about how he delights to do his will. What is do, not delighting to do his will? David got to a place where he could delight to lay down his life. Thank God for what we did with the word of faith. In that regard, there was was an aspect of life we laid down with the word of faith. Why? Because you 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 fetch a you lay down a life you are fetched. You can't lay down the life called sin and death. You have to that sin and death has to be remitted, and then they give you life. The life considered in Christ is by that life. Every conversation of charity is actually you are actually laying down your life. You are actually wrestling against a class of spirits. And then you prepare yourself to hear the voice of the son. And then you'll be disarmed by the new commandment. You'll be disarmed of a nature. And then you will now fetch a life that you're not going to lay down. You know, that will not make you fulfill what John chapter 15 says when it says, greater love hath no man than he should lay down his life for his friends. You and I will be like, you know, some bodyguards of presidents who are willing to take the bullets. Rather than you know, have whoever they are guarding, like the president, you know, you know, uh, you know, become uh, a victim of an assassination. If a man can want to do that for the president of his nation, that means they are, what the Lord is actually doing is to equip us to do likewise concerning the fate of this company, concerning our brethren, concerning our friends. Our friends, the friend, reference to friends there is talking about those who. Who you have also been exposed to the same secrets. Greater love have no man than he should lay down his life for his friends. So you know, remember in previous Bible he says, are yeah, my friends. He says, Because why? What I'm doing is no more in secret. Or rather, I've made no, I've made known my secrets to you. So by the Lord making known the everlasting gospel, and by the Lord bring and by us assessing the commandments in that gospel, we have assessed some secrets. By that secret, we're meant to lay down our lives. We're meant to the same way we once gave, you know, you know, responded in, by the conversation of charity when a demand was placed on it. We're going to be responding with the conversations of first works and last works when, dem- when a demand is placed on it. Amen. So that last verse of because Sam, let's see that the last, the second to last verse. He, he prepared. A table, thou prepares a table before me. A table that has been set before us. In the presence of my enemies, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup, my cup runneth over. Let's say the last verse. Look at me. Look at this. Surely, goodness. See what this, I believe the theme of this conference, this is the goal. This is the goal. This is the the actual dividend. I wish I could take us through each of those verses and the interpretation. God's servant has touched touched on it on different occasions. Surely, he got to a place where, like Abraham, he was persuaded that what God has promised, that what God is doing, what God is saying, God is able to bring it to pass. David got to a place where he wasn't seeing himself like our Lord Jesus. Because as long as you can see yourself, you can lay down your life. As long as you're not using the judgments of the eyes of the Spirit of the Lord or the eyes of the Spirit of God in in the course of judging, you can lay down your life. But he got there, he saw that what God had promised as the, 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 the great shepherd, God was able to bring it to pass. So he was able to overcome every unbelief that is always ahead of every meal. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. You can say, surely the son and the father. The father and the son. Why? Because a soul would have become an abode for the father and the son. By the keeping of that commandment that he gave to little children and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. So we are on a journey. God is, God is conforming our soul to become a habitation for them. When our soul has become a habitation for them, would have naturalized in the presence. Enmity that limits us from, from being able to to dwell in presence would have been dealt with. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna take presence out of this meeting. Amen. Yes, I perceive we're gonna take something tangible but that presence from whence God's servant is speaking, we're going to take it out of this meeting and it's going to prepare us to ultimately dwell in that house, in that, that that's, that's, an, that's, that's an habitation, that's a realm of glory. So God, by God's grace, will reconcile us today to that world of glory. Come just appreciate the Lord this, uh, this evening. Let's just thank the Lord for uh, the help that will be coming forth for me and for many, I believe. I believe the Lord will be blessing us with his skill, with a skill like he did for David, you know, you know that, would, that enabled him to lead Israel with the integrity of his heart and with the skillfulness of his hand, hands. In Jesus' name, amen.